If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Is an unspoiled network podcast. This is Unspoiled, covering the Dresden Files, Book Three, Grave Peril, Chapters 34, 35, and 36. In these chapters, Harry Dresden finally gets his power back. Welcome to Unspoiled. Hello, everyone. I'm Natasha. And I am Rashawn. And, uh, yeah, this is Unspoiled, where one of us knows what's going on and the other one has no fucking idea. Welcome. I hope that you enjoy your stay here in Unspoiled Land. Um, so, what did you think of these chapters? Oh, I love these chapters. Nice. Yeah. It I'm was always um... glad to hear that. I laughed a little bit because uh, at one point it went very like Freddy Krueger, you know. Yes. How, how do you beat the nightmare? You gotta go to sleep to face them. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's a fair uh, association to make there. But uh, but no, these were a lot of fun, um, and I uh, got a little bit of a twist because to tell you the truth, I don't know. I can't remember if I thought at any time that Susan was in danger of being burned. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can't remember if I said that or not. I don't but... think, because I think I remember waiting for you to say it. I thought that you would bring it up and then you didn't. And I was kind of surprised. Um, so yeah, I don't think that you did expect that one. 
Um, so yeah, surprise. Um, I actually, you know, probably when we finish the book, we'll have to have a, a return to this discussion, but, um, money messaged me after he had gotten to this point and said that he felt really frustrated that both Susan and Justine were pretty much okay. Like he felt like the stakes really were low if they were okay, mm -hmm. which I was kind of surprised. Like I understand that to a degree, but I feel like her being turned is like really fucked up. And I mean, that's sort you know of what? like, this is going to sound terrible, but I'm not, because the way that they frame this with her being turned is that he finds out that she's been sort of turned, but then immediately finds out from Justine that it's not like a done deal yet. So we're given like a little window of hope almost immediately. True. Okay. But what I would, but what I will say, even though they don't describe it, the brief allusions to whatever they all suffered mm -hmm. prior to him waking up in this, this weird basement situation. Right. Seems pretty terrible. To me. Mm -hmm. Like it, it, it's not de detailed, but I feel like it's a safe assumption to say that they were really ravaged in all different types of ways. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. So I, I understand the idea that, Oh, maybe somebody, it, it feels like everybody got away okay. Right. And I don't know if, if whatever they went through ever comes back up. But it really sounds like, like even Harry said something about how he has a burning in his throat. Yeah. And he doesn't want to think about it. Yeah. You know, it's just this kind of like, we don't know what happened to them. But we know that their bodies were completely at the, you know. At the mercy with, of the vampires. The, exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Sorry. That's fair. And like I said, we'll have to return to this because we don't have a full picture here yet. But um, I remember kind of like there's just uh, there are times where I feel like somebody dying can almost be a simpler thing. And if somebody's still around, but they're like, you know, really struggling, that can be worse in some ways. And I don't feel like that makes the stakes mm -hmm. lower. But um. We will have to wait and see. Um, so, yeah, Harry wakes up. He is laying in his own filth in a <clears throat> laundry room. Um, and yeah, it opens with him talking about his father. Yeah, he's talking about nightmares that started just before his father died. Um. And he says, I remember waking up screaming in a child's high-pitched shriek of terror. I'd scream in the darkness, scrambling to squeeze into the smallest space I could find. My father would come looking for me and find me and pull me into his lap. And the monsters can't get you here, Harry, he used to say. They can't get you. He'd been right until now, until tonight. The monsters got me. I'm just like, yeah, it's fucked up, man. Did you have nightmares when you were a kid? Oh, yeah. I still yes. have. I mean, I, I made a Facebook post about this a while back. I have nightmares so frequently that it fucks my life up. 
they are constant and very vivid thing that I can't shake when I wake up. Yeah. You? Yeah, I had them really bad when I was younger. I still get them now. Um, like the kind that like make you scream when like scream in your sleep. Like Steve has to wake me up a lot of times because mm-hmm. I'll just be going through it. Yeah. But the thing is, I I very rarely remember them. There's okay. some, there's some, there's one or two that I have are recurring, but the majority of them I really can't remember. Like what's happening? Okay. I don't know what my brain. I don't know what my brain is doing at night, guys. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, for me, it's like um, I don't usually scream in my nightmares. Usually I can't. There's either like, you know, that awful thing where you open your mouth and nothing comes out. Oh, yeah. Or and that's the most frequent or I simply can't respond in any way. Um, And. Yeah, I remember all of them. Like, I, I remember down to details like when I wake up really really vividly and it's the kind of thing that there have been days where like my whole day is screwed up from that from waking up that way you know mm-hmm. sometimes I sometimes it's fine sometimes I wake up I can still remember it but I shake it and I'm just like okay but they're definitely especially like this past year have been days where I wake up and that is clinging to my brain and I don't know why yeah, I fucking hate dreaming. I wish I I wish I could shut it off because it's just it feels like you didn't get to go to sleep at all sometimes. Oh, that's exactly how it feels. Yeah, you wake up all exhausted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the worst. Um, so let's see. He uh he forces himself to control his crying because he's about to like lose his shit um and it was just like the way he writes this i screamed until i ran out of breath and then all i could do was sob i lay there naked undone no one came to hold me no one came to make it all better no one had really since my dad died and then when he finally like does wake up he realizes that he is basically laying in his own shit because they yeah. just left him there like that. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like in his own blood and his own shit, his own vomit. It's mm-hmm. yeah. And he's sort of taking stock of his physical situation and it is not great. And meanwhile, poison mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> Working away at his insides. <laughs> so, I mean, this is this is probably the worst that I have seen him yeah. so far. Agreed. This is this is like literally lying in your own filth. You know, there's no one coming to help you or to save you. As far as I know, he's practically depleted at this point. You know, there's not a lot of power left in him. Mm-hmm. And um, you had asked me what did I, how I thought he might be able to get out. And at this point, it really feels like he might not get out of this, even though I know intellectually that he does, because, again, there's a million books. Yeah. But you're you're reading this, and it does really feel like, well, Jesus Christ, what can he possibly do mm-hmm. here? 
I think that's a really like a sign of a good writer is when you know perfectly well that this is going to work out in general, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you're just like, how though? Yeah. You know, yeah. I really admire that he's able to make that happen. Yeah. Because I agree. Yeah. It's just, you're sitting there like, but yeah. there's nobody to come save him. Yeah. And, and when it happens, right. Mm-hmm. It, even though I, you know, it, I, I make the joke about the Ruger thing, but it doesn't feel like it's a cop out. Agreed. You know, which is a pretty incredible thing to try to pull off because we've seen Harry time and again be in these situations where it's like, oh my God, what is he going to do? How is he going to do it? Right. And to keep having him prevail. But each time it doesn't feel like, oh, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Yeah, exactly. So, again, this is only, what, the third book? Maybe this gets old and tired by the end. I don't know. I hope not. But so far, he's done a really good job of it. Yeah, I'll be interested to see if you feel like it's getting, because I, like I said, (laughs) I really like this series. I do not feel like it does. But, you know, plenty of people might have a different standard or line than Mm -hmm. I do. Um, But I think that he's able to maintain this kind of thing. I think a lot of the reason why is because the situations in a lot of the books are so different. Mm -hmm. You know, like this, this being like locked and left in a room is a very different situation than you'll see in things later on. Um, So, and there's like a point, um, which later on, I was laughing. I'm listening to, like, I think the second to last book so far in the series. <laughs> and he's talking about some of the villains in the earlier books. And he's thinking to himself, a bad guy that seemed a lot less scary in retrospect. And he realized, like, the shit that he has faced since then has just gotten so much worse. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, wow, I was, cr- I was afraid of that guy? Well, I guess. <laughs> um, but at this point, like, he's so, in a lot of ways here, he's young, like, as a wizard, too, you know? He's, he's, uh, this is the third book, and the first book was the first time, other than, like, a story that we have not yet gotten to hear about, what went down with his foster parent um, that he's had to like really face some shit. Mm -hmm. So he's just in a bad way here. And the way that he, like, I appreciate that butcher writes him as coming apart the way that you would, instead of trying to make him like cool and collected, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And he does this thing where, it's funny because these first couple pages, when he, especially when he's really like feeling like, what the fuck, you know, what, how am I going to get out of this? And do I even have it in me to try? Yeah. When he realizes that he's not alone, it's almost as if that gives him more motivation to get out because his instinct to like save someone kicks in. Yeah. I think that's sort of like, especially the fact that it's a woman, you know, especially, yes. Um, and Justine is not in a good way either. I love this development with her character. She, yeah, (laughs) this is a really, like, I 
did not know how I felt about this at the time. Mm -hmm. And I think I like it. I think, yeah, you know, it's just something she has a mental problem. She struggles mm -hmm. with mental illness and being around Thomas for some reason evens her out. I think it makes perfect sense because if you think about like, if you think about whatever kind of mental illness she has, if it being like an excess of energy and Thomas, whatever that white cord is, if they feed off of it. Mm -hmm. It's like, it takes some of that excess from her. Yeah. That makes and sense. And, and helps her to feel normal. And I, I, the reason I love it is because before it was like she was just like a victim, you know, and they were feeding off of her and what was she getting out of it, you know? Mm -hmm. But then you're like, oh, but she does get something out of it. And it's something that she can't get anywhere else. Right. And it becomes more of a, a two-way relationship, you know? She's not just feeding a parasite, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. I don't know. I just, I really, I really like that it turned out to be something that was beneficial to her as well. Agreed. Yeah, it's a, and it's kind of like, yeah, I think you're right in that it keeps her from just being a victim. She has her own agency in this. She has, she's mm -hmm. just, it gives her back something as a human being. Mm-hmm. Um, and that she's aware of how it works. It's not like she doesn't, you know. Yeah. She, talk, she talks about how um, this is what I'm like when I'm not with him. Mm -hmm. Just, you know. Yeah, because yeah, he's like, what did they do to you? And she's like, nothing. This is me. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's sitting there. And trying to figure out how to get out. Justine's basically like, yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And her eyes go slack at one point. Yeah. Because she's really kind of like bouncing off the wall. She's like super aggressive. Right. It sounds like, you know, she might be, I don't want to like diagnose a fictional character, but it sounds like she's like in this like weird manic space. Mm -hmm. And then, so then when her eyes go, it's such an abrupt change, you know, she's just kind of all of a sudden it's not there anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And he's in the middle of being like, um, Justine and, uh, fucking Rachel's ghost shows up, which is such a weird thing. Yeah. I had, I was like, Rachel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. You're just like, what, who? And then he has to be like, Oh, um, I know I played a part in you killing, being killed, but I didn't do it. And then you're like, oh, right, 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 right. Exactly. exactly. I was like, thank, <laughs> thank you for that. Yeah, exactly. Every, that ever so subtle reminder of who the fuck this is. <laughs> um, and he is, uh, he's kind of trying to communicate with her. And she's getting really frustrated because he can't hear her. Mm -hmm. And so she has to use sign language. And she's saying that she's tired. Um, and... He asked when she's making these other motions, he's like, Oh, you think Bianca can lay you to rest? And she's like, No, she's keeping me here. And he says, Oh, because she's fixating. Because she's like, you know, so like she has so much guilt that it basically binds you here. And then her seeing you 
drives her into this vengeance where she feels like she has to take revenge on me because I caused mm-hmm. this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Which is a pretty neat idea, being driven yeah. mad by a ghost so that, it's your, you know. It's your, that you are keeping here. Exactly. <clears throat> um, and, and then right when we think we're going to get some real answers, she freaks out and bails. Yeah. And uh, he turns around and there is Kravos inside of Justine. Apparently Kravos really likes to uh, like take the, over women, the bodies of hot young women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got a type. Um, and he just postures basically and is like talking about Justine he, she's fine. She's really happier like this. She can't hurt anyone or herself. Her ranting emotions can't compel her to act. That's why the whites love her so much. They feed on emotion, and this little darling is positively mad with it. And um, he mentions, which I find delightful, and I always forget this, that the vampires that fed on Harry got really sick. Yeah. Because he had poisoned himself. I always forget that. But that's just such a, like... A lovely little petty thing that's just so great. <laughs> I like that Bianca's pissed off about it too because yep. she had really planned on them just dispatching of Harry in you know one big feast, and like two bites later, they're all like, "No, I'm done." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they all got food poison. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what it is. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I love it. Food poisoning. Ah, oh, that's great. Um, so so yeah Kravos just fucking talks forever yeah basically and kind of attacks him and I'll come into your dreams ah, and then goes away (laughs) and Justine's laying there like shaking and crying and apologizing and then something moves and she's like don't go over there you're not gonna like it and he's like what and he goes over. Yeah. And yeah, it's Susan with her eyes all black, including the sclera. And uh Yeah. And he doesn't realize it at first. Yeah. Like he goes over and when he realizes it's Susan, he's like, Oh my god, I can't believe they're here. And he's like, Don't move too much. And he's kinda of comfort her and move her closer to him. And she turns to face him, and that's what he sees her eyes. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's not her. And Justine, meanwhile, is like, you won't like it. <laughs> she's trying to, she's, I'm trying to help over here. Don't listen to me. <laughs> oh, sure, just go over there, whatever. <laughs> um, and, um, yeah. And oh, she, like, smells the drying blood on his arm mm-hmm. and starts shaking. And I love this moment. She He pulls his arm away. And she says, what was that? That was good. And I'm like, oh. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, Justine has pulled herself back into the, like, gap between the dryer and the wall. Like, as far away yeah. and out of sight as she can. Yeah. She knows what's up. Mm-hmm. She's, not, she's not that crazy. <laughs> and Justine says she can't get out. She isn't herself. Once she kills, she'll be gone. Mm-hmm. And Dresden's and, like, what? what? What do you mean? Yeah. So Justine has to like break it down. Because, um, you know, she's all this time she spent, she's very, you know, not, she knows how they all work. Mm-hmm. And apparently she's 
says that's the way it works with the reds, which I think is super interesting because that means it works differently depending on what court they're in. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't know if it ever comes up later, but again, I said this before that I really like the idea that there are these different almost breeds of vampires. Yeah, yes. But um, but apparently for the reds, this is the deal. Like they get turned, but they're not a hundred percent until they kill and feed on someone. Right. Um, which I'm trying to think if that's a thing anywhere else. It is a thing in the Vampire Diaries. Oh, okay. I don't um, yeah, I meant because we ta- I talked about this a little bit in uh, an episode, I think, of Penny Dreadful, um, because we were kind of debating about a certain character in that that feels like he's a vampire ish, but doesn't quite get there all the way. And mm. uh, he, he likes guess- to eat frogs. Who um, are you talking about? I guess you don't want to spoil people. I but... don't want to spoil people, but um, the eating frogs thing should give you a clue. Yeah, I don't. That doesn't do anything for me. But yeah, I uh, in Vampire Diary, apparently this is kind of a thing. Like you have to make the complete transition over um, in some versions. So, and Harry's like, so what do we do? And she's like, well, you can kill her now because she's just really weak. He's like, what? No, I can't. <laughs> um. And he almost gets hypnotized by Susan because he looks into her eyes and she has the ability to sort of draw him in with that. Mm-hmm. And he realizes that because he got drawn in, but didn't go into a soul gaze, that she must still have memories of him in there somewhere. That even that the the sight, which is what they both had to use to a degree to see each other's souls, can't be taken away, even with the magic that Leah has. Um, and so he decides that he's going to try and do a spell to bring her memories back. And initially it does not quite seem to work. And Susan licks his neck. And even though she's not fully transformed, she still has a little bit of a narcotic effect on him. Yeah. And he and finally as, is like, oh, I guess this as, is happening. <laughs> as he's trying to do this soul gaze with her, and she's, she's like nestled into his neck and she's looking at his neck. But then like he starts to feel her teeth. Her hand stops being like caressing and is more like gripping him to hold him into place. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he's having, he's, he's, he's really not, strong enough for his spells not working or whatever it's not strong enough to break godmother's spell because he's it's you know he's he's meeting this resistance right and he can't quite get through it and it really feels like he's meanwhile he's getting weaker and weaker because mm-hmm. he's he's not he's in bad shape as it is yeah he is um and it really does feel like well, fuck, he starts to be like, I'm so sorry this happened to you. Please don't do this. You know, mm-hmm. this is my fault. And in a moment of what feels like he had kind of given up. I don't know if he really gave up, but it feels like he did. Kind of like it's almost like he's accepting this as the consequence for failure. Yeah. And he just starts to, I don't know, be open in a way of like, this might be it. Mm hmm. 
and tells her that he loves her. And that's and the thing that does it. Turns out. Surprise, bitch. Yeah, right? I would have felt, I think, a little like, hmm, hmm. About right? this being a little too easy? Yeah. Totally feel you on that. I really do. But he goes immediately into explaining that he can't explain it. Yeah. Almost like before I could get settled in feeling like this is nonsense or this is easy. Mm -hmm. He just starts saying, well, you know what? I really don't know why it worked. (laughs) Yeah. He's he's just like, there aren't magic words, but some words have power. Mm -hmm. And it's very real. Um. And it shatters the spell and she remembers him and all of a sudden she's her again and he's just holding her as she cries and finally says, I love you back. And she's like, you should get to hear it too, which I kind of liked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she says to him, to, he, she asks him to say it again because it helps. Yes. Like whatever pain she's in and you know that. Because she's still, <clears throat> whatever this is. Whatever she wants to is. bite him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's not like he fixed that. Mm-hmm. He just, you know, broke her momentary trance or whatever she was in. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It's kind of sweet. It is, right? Um, and he, then he says, oh, oh. I need to go to sleep. And she's like, I'm sorry. What? Cause I'm pretty sure that's like the opposite of what we wanted. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Cause Harry's doing that thing where he doesn't tell people shit. And he just, this is the one thing about him other than his misogyny that drives me bananas is that Harry loves to not tell people shit. Mm-hmm. But that is also something that he actually addresses. So I can't get too mad about it because it sort of turns into a joke. Um, but yeah, he goes to sleep and faces Kravos. And what did you think of this whole plan? Well, (laughs) so, so we don't know what the plan is. No, we do not. Not initially. No. He, he decides he's going to go to sleep, but we have no idea what he thinks he's going to accomplish. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and it's initially it's pretty bad. Right. Um, Travis was kind of kicking his ass. And I was reading it like, well, this was all terrible. Like, what <laughs> did you think was going to happen? <laughs> like, and, like, I thought he was going to. I thought what was going to happen is we were going to wake up in the dream and he was going to be his full self. Like, I didn't realize that he would be as sickly and as beaten down and as weak in the dream world or or in the nightmare as he was gotcha. you know, in the mm. floor of the laundry room. So when it became apparent that Kravos was, you know, was way more powerful, I was just like, well, this is you miscalculated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why would you why would you willingly go to sleep if this is if you're going to be in the same position that you were, you know, when you were awake? Right. But then we get the surprise. Yeah. (laughs) So what it is, what happened was (laughs) that 
Harry lets Kravos kill him. Mm-hmm. And then Susan has to resuscitate him. And Harry's ghost is then in the dream. Yeah. Now, I'm not sure about the, the fine points of this. Mm-hmm. Harry tells Kravos that it's possible because they have basically fucked with the veil so hard, right? right. That, like, anything is possible at this point. Like, right. the rule, the rules are, you know, out, out the window. Right. So that Harry was able to manipulate it so that he could have his ghost show up in the, in the in this nightmare or in this dream world or whatever this this is. Right. So you know, I I guess I'll you know I'll take it. I don't know how this all works. But um... <laughs> I love how like how much misgivings you clearly had. <laughs> I, I mean, like, all like, right, like, but... I don't I don't I don't want to be a stickler about it because I don't. Again, like, I don't know what the fuck is possible in this universe. Mm-hmm. But as far as the story, it's a pretty cool idea. You know? Yeah. And it's it made me think of, like, the, oh, fuck, you can't say anything. You don't want to spoil people. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I'm sorry. But, but um, our friend Money is into the fourth season, and feel like it would be safe for me to make a reference to the like the first season of Buffy but you know like she died real quick and then we got us another slayer right yep <laughs> so, just for a second it's, so it's a little bit like that um, I love too that his ghost is exactly him like with the yes. same like everything <laughs> yeah that's something that I always enjoy is you know you know, when you get to meet like the the other self, right? It's and... like two wise cracking Harry. <laughs> They're both like like he's like, oh my god, we look terrible, totally <laughs> insufferable. Ah, uh, so um, yeah, Kravos is also like not only is he frustrated by the fact that oh hey another Harry, right. but he keeps trying to like take all this shit too serious yeah like even before the other harry shows up he's pissed because harry he he yells at him he's like you aren't funny you're going to die <laughs> like you are of course harry is funny i he's love like, it he's like you are going to die you can't treat this like a joke yep. he, he's so fucking irritated that harry is not like giving him what like the the respect. the respect that he deserves. Put some respect on it. <laughs> uh, um, so they get in a fight. And Harry then is like, so, hey, guess what? And his fucking nails start to grow out into Listen. claws. <laughs> This is when I was like, oh, okay, I see what we're doing. We're doing like a Nightmare on Elm Tree Part 4. Okay. Mm-hmm. My face twisted, mouth extending into a muzzle. This time I'm ready. You're in my <laughs> dream now. He turned himself into like a werewolf? Basically, yeah. Something like that. Something like that. And uh, he rips into Kravos and eats him alive. Yeah. And it's it's kind of gory. Yeah, it is. It's very satisfying. Yeah, 
he fucking rips him to shreds. And you know what? I wasn't mad. No. I wasn't mad at all. Yeah, and, there's a um, point where his his ghost self is like, you don't have anything to feel bad about. And I'm yeah. like, no, you don't. And Kravos had made a, like a jab a couple pages earlier where he's talking about how he, what does he say? I got a lovely donation from the Harry Dresden Foundation. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. That was a good one. So, so yeah, fuck this fuck. Fuck this motherfucker. Exactly. <laughs> and yeah, Harry like finally eats his Part, yeah, which we all know that's the good part. Yep, that's and, that good uh, shit. <laughs> and that is where really all of it was. Yeah, like the like the the meaty goodness of Travis's like power. Yeah, because like initially part. going into his guts, Harry gets his own power back. Mm-hmm. But once mm-hmm. he goes into Kravos's heart, that's him. Yeah, Kravos's power too. Yep, yep. And he says, you know, his power had been nothing but damage and harm. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? I'm going to take it because I have plenty of harm that I need to start doing. Right. <laughs> so I, was, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! It's about to go down. <gasps> um. So he wakes up. Finally, wait, wait, wait. wait what, before what, he wakes what? up, there's a line where he says. I must have looked feral because my ghost took a step back and yes. lifted both hands. <laughs> <laughs> the other Harry was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I love that. Uh, whoa, buddy, buddy. Oh, hey, hey. Remember me? I'm you. No, uh, no, I don't want any trouble here. I'm just, I'm just trying to get home. Right. Take, just take my wallet. It's fine. It's fine. I won't call the cops. Oh God! <laughs> um. So finally, yeah, he wakes up because basically Susan slaps him awake, <laughs> and uh, he has to. He says that his body is buzzing, as if he hadn't used any magic in weeks. So he's, he's topped off. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a little too much, if anything. Um, and. He gets up and is like, all right, so we're going to head out. And Justine does not feel like coming. She oh, my God. He does not have time for these shenanigans. None. He doesn't try to, like, coax her out or reassure her or anything. Nothing. Oh, my God. I love it. He's just like, I don't have fucking time for this. And he uses a spell, Pentoservitas, and moves the entire dryer out of the way. And Justine comes tumbling out. And he says, we're leaving. I don't care how crazy you are. You're coming with me. And she says, but we're going to die. Were, I said, past tense. And then he just busts that door out. Like it's nothing. Like it's nothing. And who should be there waiting? But Oh, my God. I hate Kyle so much, guys. Fucking Kyle. I hate him so fucking much. I'm so every time he pops back up, I'm like, this motherfucker again. I know. Like I keep thinking he's dead, even though we haven't seen him die. Every I, time he's gone, I'm like, okay, yeah, he's dead now. I honestly not- thought he was dead by now too, and I was a little bummed because I finally found like the perfect illustration of him and his sister, and 
on deviant art and i was like shit i can't even use this now because they're dead and then nope. i was like oh oh they're not oh goody i can still use it so everybody keep your eye out for that next week <laughs> but yeah so kyle has to come out here and try and fuck shit up when really he's just fucking shit up for himself i mean yeah i mean if he had knew right mm-hmm. and harry harry even says um wait where is it does he say anything? Oh, no, he's telling them to get behind him. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Unless you feel like getting hurt, stay behind me. I was thinking he was threatening Kyle, but no. No. Yeah, so that's that. Um, I just love, I just, fucking Kyle, you know, like he just, I he's just such a fucking pain in the ass. That's, <laughs> that's what he is. That's exactly what he's been all throughout the He's a pain in the ass. He just keeps popping up when we don't have time for this nonsense. Exactly. Like, um, oh, and he says the thing like, you know, tainted or not, we're still going to tear open his heart. Yeah. Um, which you know what? Do you have Bianca's permission? That's for all point. that. Well, I guess she had intended for him to be eaten by everybody because that's why yeah. she was pissed that he made them sick. Yeah, but I still feel like she wanted to be there for it. I feel like she That's wants to true. see them die. That's true. Yeah. You know, and Kyle's just out here going rogue. <laughs> so. <laughs> um. So yeah, the next episode that we do is going to be the final for this book. Man. All right. Well, shit. <laughs> well, I guess that's it. Then. I just I like I keep getting so. Uh, caught off guard by how quickly we go through these things. You yeah, know? it doesn't take very long. Um, and I wonder is if we're not talking about them enough, why is this going so fast? Um I think I don't the know. The episodes like, are a lot shorter. The episodes are shorter. I really think once we start getting into like the fifth, sixth books, things are gonna slow down because there's gonna be mm. a lot more to talk about. Right now okay. there's still so much that's just getting set up. Okay. But also it is very action heavy and there's sometimes less to say. When it's action that's, heavy. Yeah, that's true. Even though it's so much fun to read. Exactly. Yeah. I not that is not meant as a criticism at all. Um so all right. Well, I want to say hi to new patrons and also we got a couple new reviews. So I'm pretty excited about this. I'm hoping because I posted on um the Facebook page the link to the iTunes feed and was like, Hey guys, leave us a review if you're uh, you know, if you got some free time. And I'm hoping that's uh been effective and what led these people here. Five stars by Wizarding in Vermont from the United States. Best way to read a new series. I started the Dresden Files after hearing so much hype from Natasha on the HP podcast. At first, I was too used to HP magic, but once these ladies started talking, I could not put the books down. The only downfall is I will, I will read faster than the podca- podcast publishes, but that's okay. Keep up the amazing work, ladies. Yay, thank you, Wizarding thank in you. Vermont. Thank you. And then five stars by Daniel G42 from the U.S. says, great. I really love the not-so-perfect Dresden Files books, and I love listening to other people enjoying it, too. I'm flipping back and forth between this and the unspoiled Dark Tower. I think that Natasha is a great host, and I love Rashawn's thoughts and great comments. Yay! Oh, that's nice. Thanks. Thank you, Daniel G. 
So yeah, thank you guys so much. Always excited to see that we get new reviews because those make a really big difference in how many people see our show and listen to our show. How many people see our show in order to listen to our show? You know what I'm saying, guys. It's fine. So new patrons. We have Nina Bennett, Laura, Emily Kramer, Adam Elliott, Lisa Isato, Jeff Bankert, and Cassandra Hull all made uh, all became patrons this past week. So welcome to you guys. You're wonderful. Um, a few of you are $5 and up, which means that you are going to get access to the Twin Peaks episodes that I'm doing with Maggie. And uh, then one of you is $10, which means that you are going to be getting this month's uh, Snape postcard, which says Snape was still a dick, though. I'm working on those tonight, actually. I've been doing those all day because they take a crazy amount of time. Um, so, yeah, welcome. And if you're interested in becoming a patron and getting access to that stuff, go to patreon.com slash unspoiled. And you can pledge whatever you want, depending on what kind of uh, rewards you want. Also, I had been doing, for the $20 and up patrons, a weekly um, like lunchtime live thing but so few people came to that that i stopped doing it because i was like nobody cares about this but i'm not sure what to offer now for 20 dollars and up patrons so y'all 20 dollars patrons out there listening let me know what you think because i'm very willing to consider different kinds of rewards i just am kind of coming up dry on some ideas here that would be valuable because i don't want to offer something that nobody really cares about um which apparently was what was going on with lunch times so you know um so yeah let me know about that and also um i think i've mentioned to y'all that we have a new sponsor akio box and last saturday rashawn and i did a cocktail hour and we did the unboxing on camera for the akio box and it was super fun um they had it's Akio box is a Harry Potter themed subscription box and you get three to five like handmade curated items and always at least one thing f specific to your house. And we had no idea what we were getting in our boxes. And I was really excited over a couple things. One, there's a kind of awesome paper doll, which sounds weird. I know, but like it is really cool. Um, and it was a Ron-themed box. So it was a, a Ron Weasley paper doll complete with Pigwidgeon on one shoulder and scabbers in a pocket that are, like, removable <laughs> that you can move out of the pockets and Pigwidgeon's wings move. Um, there was a T-shirt that says, Don't Let the Muggles Get You Down, which I cut up into a tank top because I cannot abide a T-shirt because I have a problem. <laughs> um, but it's an adorable tank top now. And... There was a Ravenclaw Quidditch decal for the back uh, window of your car. And I'm, I am still have to convince the Owen pin. to do that. Oh, uh, you haven't asked him yet? No. <laughs> and the pin. That thing yeah. is adorable. Um, it was a pin of the Ford. What is it? Anglia. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and it even had... Ron and Harry and Hedwig in the back seat in her little cage and it's an enamel pin. It was so cute. Um and I know I'm forgetting something because there was another thing. We had the decal, the paper doll, the shirt, um pen. the pen. 
Was there something else? I could swear there was. Oh, the little booklet. That was just telling us what was in the box, though. Yeah. Well, I think that was... I know I'm forgetting something and I feel shitty about it, but I'm sorry. Um, but anyway, I'm going to be posting the uh, unboxing portion of the cocktail hour so that everybody oh, can see it. The beer cozy. The beer cozy. That's what it was. Because Owen loved that. I showed it to him and he let out literally a little shriek of delight. <laughs> Guys, it's a it's a T-shirt shaped beer cozy maroon with a gold r on the front like ron's sweaters from his mommy it's beer cozy and the little sleeves stick out when you put a beer can in it and it's hysterical and i loved it i loved it so much i can't believe i forgot that that was one of my favorite things um so anyway it was it was delightful it's so much fun to get a surprise and they're they're doing they have like a monthly box so they're gonna have a regular october box but they're also <laughs> coming up gonna have a halloween themed box Ooh. Which I kind of want to get in on, but I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to do it in time. Um, but if you are interested in checking out Akiobox, go to Akiobox.com, use code UNSPOILED, and you get 10% off your first three months of subscriptions. And it's just super fun to get something like that. And I, I've always been someone that's kind of like not that into subscription boxes because you don't get to pick what you get. So you might get saddled with a bunch of crap that you don't use, but this stuff was really fun. Like it was, and it's not stuff that takes up a bunch of space for no reason. Like a pin, you can put it on something, which I'm definitely going to do. The beer cozy is like an actual thing that you can use. The paper doll I like put up in, in the little holder with all of the postcards that I send out to patrons. It's not like you're getting a bunch of like, no offense, Loot Crate, but they'll send you a lot of, like, figures that just don't do anything. And you just have mm. to put them somewhere, like, on display, I guess. Right. And it's not, the, it's not, like, the kind of thing that I'm usually excited about. But this stuff was all really fun stuff. Um, and a t-shirt, which, I mean, if you don't like t-shirts, just make it into a tank top and there you go. Um, so, yeah. Acubucks. Two thumbs up. And uh, keep your eyes peeled for the video, which I will be posting once I get that edited down. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting something that I wanted to mention. I think that's about it for right now. <laughs> Anything you'd like to add, madame? No, ma'am. All right. Well, yeah, this was a shorter episode, 48 minutes. Good thing, too, because we talked for four fucking hours before we did this. <laughs> Guys, we're getting a little excited about our trip to Florida and we're shopping too much. Help. Help. <laughs> Help us afford shopping. Go to GoFundMe.com slash UnspoiledHBWorld. <laughs> Rishon and I are actually recording the, uh, recording the first podcast on the first three Harry Potter movies tomorrow. And all the donors to the GoFundMe are going to get this episode, the three episodes on the movies. I hope you're prepared because the movies are terrible and we're going to shit on them. But we love you anyway, even if you yeah. like the movies, even if you have terrible yeah. taste. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am like, I don't know. I know I have to do it. I know I got to watch them. I'm just going to try to, you know, just going to go in open-minded, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and I'm just going to try to lose myself in the wonder. You know, try and be like a little kid. Try and just like, you know, overlook I'm, those things. That, yep. Yep. I'm going to just. <laughs> the things gonna, I was ranting about today on the Facebook group. I am just going to focus on the magic and the beauty of Hogwarts. <laughs> And I'm going to soak up those scenes in the Great Hall. 
I'm going to watch me some sorting hat action. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to try to make it a good time for you guys. Oh, my God. I'm going to do my very best. (laughs) Do you do you remember how mad I was when I watched the first movie? You, she fucking flat out refused to do another movie podcast. She I, was not I, having it. I watched that movie like two years ago and I was like, nope, we're done here. Guys, you don't know we're the done. kind of like, I had to do some convincing to get her to do this, the movie once. I really did. But I convinced her that people giving us money for yeah, our trip was a good enough reason. It was. And it totally was is the very least i could do is watch these fucking movies (laughs) (laughs) oh dear god um yeah so i'm sorry everybody bt dubs there won't be a harry potter this week because uh rashawn was sick earlier this week so we canceled harry potter to fit in dresden since we're going to be doing the harry potter movies so if you are not a donor on the gofundme you will not be getting your Harry Potter fix this week. But if you are, you're still getting Harry Potter. So, you know, you'll be fine. You'll and if you're not a donor, there's still time. Oh, you know, there's <laughs> months to go. Go to GoFundMe.com slash UnspoiledHPWorld. What's up? <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you again so much for listening, for your reviews, for becoming patrons, for everything. We love you. And we will see you next week with the final three chapters of Grave Peril. Toodaloo, motherfuckers. (laughs) Bye, guys. Spoiled Network Podcast. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.